Hello, this is Dr. Jacqueline with DTP Leadership Group. You've tuned in to Hot Topic Bold Talk, the podcast where we dive into everything that matters today. Join me as we explore the hottest trends and pressing issues with conversations that sizzle and perspectives that heat up. This is Hot Topic Bold Talk, since every chat has something cooking. Let's dive in to today's discussion. Hello, this is Dr. Jacqueline from DTP Leadership Group, and this is Hot Topic Bold Talk. Now, I want to talk to you about Podcast 63, which is entitled, How Do You Deal with the Insanity of the Political Arena? and have enjoyment during the holidays. One of the things I know that I had to do and I suggested to you is to manage myself. And I'm asking you to do the same by managing yourself with the facts and suggestions provided in this podcast. Now, if you and I are going to address lies and distortions and misinformation, then we have to know what is going on in the political scene. The best way to counter Republicans is to point out what major news is saying about what they are doing. One of the first articles I want to provide you comes from the magazine that presents conservative and liberal positions in the same article. The week from December 1, 2023, page six, it has an article entitled Congress, Why Are GOP Lawmakers Threatening Violence? And it has a very clear description on what is happening in Congress. Congress has spent much of the year wallowing in its own dysfunction, said Robert Jimenez-son in the New York York Times. But the infighting is no longer figurative. Representing Kevin McCarty, a Republican from California, last week allegedly elbowed Representative Tim Urshit, a Republican from Tennessee, who in October voted to remove McCarty as a House Speaker, in the kidney while passing him in a, in a corridor. McCarty denied the assault, but bragged, if I kidney punched someone, they would be on the ground. Elsewhere in, um, elsewhere in the House, Representative James Comer, which is a Republican from Tennessee, sneered at Representative uh, Jade Muskowitz, from, uh, who's a, a Democrat from Florida, who happened to be wearing a blue suit, declaring, you look like a smirk. At a Senate hearing on corporate profits, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen ordered Teamster President Sean O'Brien, with whom he'd been feuding on social media, to stand your butt up. The Oklahoma Republican, a former MMA fighter, was taking off his wedding ring to throw a punch at O'Brien when Senator Bernie, uh, Bernie Sanders gaveled him to order. Mullen later refused to apologize and even suggested that they return to the days of fist fighting and canings in Congress 
might help restore respect for the institution, said Daniel uh, Schumann in The Hill. What Mullen left unsaid was that the bulk of these confrontations, including the 1856 near-fatal caning of Senator Charles Summer, occurred in the mid-1800s as a polarized nation descended in a violent uh, spiral to civil war. The catalyst, then, was slavery, said Dennis in the bulwark. This time, it's Donald Trump, Mullen, McCarty, and their fellow Republicans are taking cues from their party's most powerful figure, a thuggish ex-president whose love of childish insults is exceeded only by his fascination with the use of force to win political uh, uh, disputes. After eight years of Trump's dominance, it is really surprising that the GOP leaders feel it's okay to co-cock someone you don't like in a Capitol hallway. Many Republican voters, too, have come to relish and emulate Trump's smash-mouth uh, style, said Hannah Knowles in the Washington Post. They wear F-blank Biden t-shirts referred to Vice President Kamala Harris as the hoe and elect, and elect politicians who mirror Trump's coarseness and cruelty. Trump may be the master of ceremony, said Jessica Gross in the New York Times. Well, we're living through a large uh, crisis of juvenile masculinity at a time when actual violence is declining. Violent crime and high school fights are trending down. American men are performing their maleness with a theoretical or a, uh, the, uh, a, a, the, a theoretical swagger we usually associate with the adolescence. Look at the summers on off-case match between billionaires Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. I just don't think we can have a functional society, she says, if this desire to settle differences with violence becomes the new norm. I think it's sad that our high school students are changing dramatically and we have immature uh, men who are, function, uh, who are supposed to be representatives in uh, Congress. We go on to say we should be careful about diagnosing national ills from the GOP's very specific state of dysfunction, said historian Joan uh, B. Freeman in Politico. We're seeing these outbursts in Congress primarily from and between Republicans because the party is absolutely fractured. On the one side are traditional conservatives who want to uh, legislate, and on the other, an angry mega-faction inspired by Trump but not controlled by him that wants to fight and knows the old rules of decorum no longer apply. What Republican governance looks like in 2023, said uh, Dana uh, Milbank in the Washington Post, 
is a daily soap opera of rage, nihilism, and backstabbing that deliver one kidney punch after another to competent leadership. I think this article is very disturbing and it's really sad to hear what's going on in Congress. And I feel for those Democrats and Republicans that want to legislate and not do all these kind of things. Another article I want to uh, refer you to is in the other uh, week, uh, and this is in December 8th, 2023, page 12. It's an article entitled, A Senile Presidential Candidate by David A. Graham of the, of the Atlantic provides the following. President Biden had good reason for a low-key celebration of his 81st birthday last week, said David A. Graham. Three-quarters of voters believe Biden, with his stiff gait and halting speech sometimes, is too old for a second term. But the Republican challenger, the 77-year-old Donald Trump, is actually showing even more alarming signs of deteriorating. Much of what Trump says these days is unintelligible, even for him. At rallies, he repeatedly mixes up the Biden and Obama administrations and said he beat Obama in an election that everyone said couldn't be won. He also said he beat Bush, the leader who got us into the Middle East, confusing Jeb with George W. in another speech. Trump praised North Korean leader, but said he leads 1.4 billion people mixing him up with the head of China. Trump's, Trump's loss of mental acuity is blazingly obvious. So why doesn't he get more attention, Graham says. And he says, this is probably what's happening. His loud bluster makes him sound vigorous and his ne nest of, dry, of dyed hair and heavy orange makeup make him look less older than Biden. But if old age is an issue for presidential contenders in 2024, it should be an issue for both. There are more news articles of Trump's forgetfulness and obvious unhinging in things he says and does, and it needs to be published more and more and more because it is happening and there is more publication about him and his unhinging and lack of mental acuity. I think we also have to realize something. Biden systematically has led this nation in multiple challenges in his, in his four years and knows the threats that Putin is making to the Ukraine and the rest of Europe. Trump's threats to those who oppose him and his prior interactions with Putin should give us a clear picture Trump wanting to be a dictator just like Putin. The mega Republicans who are slow, slowing down the financial aid to the Ukraine seem to be unable to see the frightening threats that the war over the Ukraine places the rest of our allies of Europe and even ourselves. We're not half to fighting that particular war. Other people are. In the week against December 8th, 2023, in the page 16, there's an article on democracy, a threat to our Voting Rights Act. And there's some previous voting rights podcasts that I've done that I earlier uh, did earlier. 
in the time I started my podcast. This one is particularly important to know about, but December 8th, 2023 on page 16, Democracy a Threat to Voting Rights Act. It's an article we all need to read. Different recognized journalists describe what is happening at the United States Circuit Court of Appeals to dismantle the Voting Rights Act that has protected our right to vote and against many other actions that Republicans are attempting to use to win the vote by gerrymandering or other methods that are used to allow white domination at the expense of any people of color or whites that do not support the hateful and cruel actions of mega-Republicans. Matt Ford from The Republic in this article says, a Republican president, say Donald Trump, would simply tell his Justice Department to stop bringing lawsuits, delivering a perhaps irrecoverable blow to voting rights enforcement. So think about that. Trump got to be president, and he simply told his Justice Department to stop bringing lawsuits, that it would deliver a irrecoverable blow to the voting rights uh, enforcement. And it certainly would change this nation. We would lose our democracy. The article, Dem uh, Democracy, a Threat to the Voting Rights Act, ends with this paragraph. Our democracy faces two distinct threats, C.E.J. Dion in the Washington Post. The first, the possible re-election of the authoritarian Donald Trump, rightly gets a lot of attention. But the second attack on the right to vote really commands the airwaves, and it needs to be. That's because this process has played out slowly over the past decade with judicial activists steadily chipping away at access to the ballot. In next year's presidential election, voters will decide whether they want a democracy to survive. But will, but will after a lot more work do, uh, to do, even though we hope to get the initial right answer of supporting our democracy. The last article I'm going to bring to you comes from the same uh, uh, week magazine, and it's entitled Congress, Why So Many Members Are Quitting. House members are running for the exit, says Kanya Gu in the New York Times. Disgusted with the dysfunction of this Congress, more than three dozen members have announced plans to retire or seek other office and this term ends in 2024, more are likely to follow after the holidays. Many share the uh, exasperation of retiring uh, Rep Representative Dan Kilding, a Democrat from Michigan, who said, this session has been the most unsatisfying period in my time in Congress because of the absolute chaos and lack of serious commitment to effective governance. A HuffPost analysis bore that out, finding that Congress is on pace to pass fewer pieces of legislation in this term than in any term since 1932. 
than any term since 1932. Departing members range from Representative Earl um, Blumner, who's a Democrat from Oregon, with 27 years of experience, to Representative um, Victoria Sparts, who's a Republican from Indiana, who's held her seat for a mere 25 months, said Douglas Hay in CNN.com. Their message is clear. Take this job and shove it. Sparks calls Congress a circus and an apt description of the House Republican majority's clownish behavior, said Juan William, Williams in The Hill. The right-wing Freedom Caucus has forced two embarrassing marathon speakers' votes for the first to install Kevin McCarty, then to find his replacement and has derailed every realistic spending package. As retiring Republican Ken Burke of Colorado said, there are some Trump people that got elected Congress that are just baffling. They just don't belong in Congress. Congress. It's only likely to get worse next year when House Republicans will be forced to run for re-election while proposally or possibly supporting a convicted felon at the head of the GOP ticket. With sane adults leaving, Congress will be dominated by the nihilist and narcissist who can't even keep the government uh, running, said our Mark Z. Burbeck in the Los Angeles Times. No wonder Congress's approval rating has sucked to a low of 13%. The exodus could complicate elections next year when Democrats, Senate majority, and the Republican House advantage are both vulnerable, said Jonathan Martin and Politico. But the, but the coming brain drain will have more serious implications. As Representative Brandon Bo uh, Boyles, from, a Democrat from Pennsylvania, observed, it's exactly the wrong people who are wanting to leave. Their departure will only serve to con uh, consign Congress's fate to the performance artists like Republican Marge, uh, Margie uh, Taylor Greene of Georgia and Matt Gaetz of Florida who have no business being in Congress at all. So I think these articles will really help you uh, to counter anything people say, because you can stop them dead in their tracks with naming stuff like this. If they don't want to listen, then you don't have to talk with them. The next part of my podcast, I'm going to talk, how do we manage ourselves with all this going on and what do we do to take care of ourselves so we can fight for our democracy? During the holidays, I hope these new articles give you enough information to obliterate any ridiculous comments from your mega Republican relatives. If they want to have discussions that are reasonable, then please attempt to talk with them. If they do not want to do anything except sling uh, ridiculous statements, half-banked ideas, lies, or simply their punchlines that are, are distortions of reality, then I hope you will use the facts I've given you and shut them down. 
that's one of the things I found with almost any of the mega Republicans I've attempted to talk to. They sling ridiculous statements. They have half-baked ideas. They use certain kinds of labels to try to start a fight. They have lies, and they simply have these punchlines that they learned uh, that really distort reality. So they're really, in a lot of ways, able to eliminate them and what their arguments are because they don't have any background to the arguments. Also, please go back and listen to the suggestions I made in podcast 62 before you go to a party or family gathering where you know there will be mega Republicans present. And one of the most important things I have that I've learned is if I am under unsettled and not clear with myself, then I'm a great target practice for mega Republicans since I'm not settled in myself. I also know that more the more I take care of myself and have peaceful periods during the holidays, I am well prepared for any comments they may throw out. When I learn to manage everyday life during the holidays, then I am much better at stopping ridiculous comments and I do not participate in irrational arguments. Here are simple everyday solutions to deal with busy schedules, long lines, crowded stores, to keep myself focused so I will be centered in myself. Hopefully this list will help you to be ready for times when you need to say no, stop the conversation, or establish guidelines before going forward with the political discussion. If you wish to have a copy of this list, then email me at Jacqueline at D like dog, T like Tom, P like all, leadership.com. And my name is spelled J-A-C-K-A-L-Y-N at D-T-P leadership.com and I'll be happy to send you this list. First one is get up 15 minutes earlier in the morning. You may need the time to deal with the inevitable, unpredictable morning uh, mishaps. And unfortunately this year we have mercury and retrograde, so it makes it even crazier. Two, prepare for the morning the evening before. Decide what you will have for breakfast and have it ready and put out the clothes you plan to wear the next day. Eliminate any kind of behavior that creates stress, such as telling an exaggerated story that will lead you to having to remember what you said, since it was an untruth. State to the family members that you will not keep secrets that need to be, and they need to be addressed and, and understand that not having to cover up something is much easier than simply being truthful. Remember, unhealthy people attempt to get you trapped in a secret, so that is their way of attempting to control you. It is miserable to keep a secret and then see the conflict that is created by the secret, and they always create conflict. Make uh, duplicates of all your keys. Put a house key in a secret place in your garden or in a box attached to some place. Make a duplicate uh, car key and put it in your wallet, which is separate from your key ring. Another is practice preventive maintenance. Your car, your appliances, your home, and relationships will be 
less likely to break down or fall apart at the worst possible moment. I remember a long time ago, Christmas Day, where I had only one oven. Since I had not taken care of getting the stove looked at by my maintenance person. If your alarm clock, wallet, shoelaces, oh, windshield wipers, or whatever, are a constant uh, aggravation, then get them fixed and get new ones. Eliminate or restrict the amount of caffeine, sugar, and other food you know uh, traditionally causes you digestive problems. If you overeat, it's not fun to think you're having a great time eating the food you're eating, and then the next day wake up and feel lousy. In other words, celebrate your holidays with healthy consideration of yourself with the food and drink that allows you to be the best you. Procrastination is really stressful. Whatever you want to do tomorrow, to do today. Whatever you want to do today, do it now. The idea is to stay more in the moment each day and you will be surprised at what happens to your days. Plan ahead. Keep the gas tank half to one quarter full. Keep a well-stocked emergency shelf of home staples, uh, uh, stamps, or bus tokens if you're riding the bus to prevent being at long lines. Allow 15 minutes of extra time to get to appointments. Plan to arrive at a location 10 minutes early, and that will give you time to get yourself prepared for the meeting. If all your work is on Zoom, then considering coming five or 10 minutes early on the Zoom call. I have a close friend who was in the Air Force for many years, and his idea of being on time was the following. Jacqueline, you are late if you're not 10 minutes early. When I work with this idea, I'm amazed how well I do. If by chance you're flying somewhere, you know the drill. Instead of being an hour early for a domestic flight, be an hour and a half early and you will have a pleasant and stress-free trip. Be prepared to wait. Have a paperback book with you or your phone charged so waiting in line will be an amazingly easy. I enjoy playing solitaire and other games on my phone, and I'm not upset by the lines. The post office and other lines get longer uh, during the holidays. Always set up contingency plans, just in case, for example. If for some reason either of us is delayed, here's what we'll do. Or if we get split up in the shopping uh, center here's where we will meet and win. Or if the uh, merchant is out of what I want, what will I be able to substitute so I can have what I need? Another thing is to relax your standards. The world will not end if the grass does not get mowed this weekend, if the sheets have to be changed on Sunday instead of Saturday. And practice positive thinking. For every one thing that goes wrong, there are 10 or 50 or 100 blessings, count them. The power of positive thinking will get you further than being negative. Awfulizing, victimizing yourself, and assuming the worst will happen if you don't watch for it and do something about it. It's easy to get into this type of thinking when your family are more Trump supporters. 
and you have different views as a Democrat are never a Trump uh, person. Ask questions. Take a few minutes to repeat back directions or what someone expects of you. It can save you hours. And give yourself permission to say no. Saying no to extra projects, social activities, and invites. You know you do not have the time or energy to take, uh, take things on. And so you need to have the self-respect. Uh, and I believe that everyone every day needs quiet time to relax and be alone. Ask the person inviting you to understand if you cannot come. So in the, my conclusion, this is how I want to end this podcast. I've given you political actions that are being taken that are not healthy for our democracy. I believe most Americans want to maintain our democracy and celebrate our diversity and the richness diversity brings to our nation. I ask you to remember the article, Congress, Why Are GOP Lawmakers Threatening Violence? Remember the detail of the adolescent behavior of GOP Congress members. Remember they are patterning themselves after a man that has created a significant divide in our country. And his behavior is obnoxious, immature behavior, hateful, and it's getting worse. Listen again to my comments on the article, Democracy, a Threat to the Voting Rights Act. Many news sources now are warning about the uh, threat to our nation and the efforts to destroy the Voting Rights Act that sustains our democracy. The article, Congress, Why So Many uh, Members Are Quitting, shows us the insanity and the reason it's become impossible at times to provide legislation that is most important to the U.S. and our European allies. Both Republicans and Democrats are leaving after many years of service since the faction of the GOP has taken over, is determined to undermine the governance rules and guidelines that allow for appropriate and meaningful legislative action. It has not been this bad since 1932. So you and I have a responsibility to fight for our democracy and vote for political officials that will bring us back to a healthy governance process. We need to fight the threats of a fascist dictatorship that Trump is proposing. Those of us who are Democrats and Republicans need to talk with each other to eliminate Trump or any of his supporters and not allow them to gain power in our government ever again. Yes, we will have challenges to reunite our nation. However, my next podcast will offer an article of experts who do have opinions on how to unite our nation after we eliminate the threat of Trump and mega Republicans. So use my 16 ways to help yourself center yourself and create a peaceful and enjoyable holiday for you and your family. I will add more suggestions for handling the holidays in my next podcast. Thank you so much for listening. There you have it. Another episode of Hot Topic Bold Talk is in the books. We journey through today's discussion, uncovering diverse perspectives and shedding light on a very critical matter. A massive thanks to all of you 
that are my listeners. I really appreciate you, and I'm so glad you're a part of this adventure. Feel free to drop your views in the polls and the Q&A section. It's really important for me to hear from you and know how you feel or what you think about my podcast. Gear up for more intriguing discussions in our next episode. Until then, stay connected, stay engaged, and let's keep those conversations buzzing. Thank you.